This is a main hustle media podcast. I would like to acknowledge that the main hustle media podcasts are recorded on the traditional lands of the Karankawa, the Chumash, and the Tongva people. And I wish to pay my respects to the people of those nations, both past and present. <laughs> Waiting for that shit to go live, but welcome to Blurred Comics, the podcast about blackness and blurred shit from a couple of mixed black blurreds. It is I, Blurred Vision. <laughs> I, I pointed before I You pointed before. It's not my I turn. It's your it turn. I, no, it is I, Blurred Vision. That is... Shinobi Charmaine. That, and then we have a guest today. Our guest today is, um, yeah, we did it. We did it. Oh, wait, yeah. I did it wrong. Oh, God damn it. These fucking backwards ass cameras. Uh, our guest today is another person that I know in Meat Space. I'm bringing you people that I know in the world and shit. Um, real I guess today, real ass people, right? Not all these um, theoretical motherfuckers that I met through podcasting. Um, Theoretic. How <laughs> Theoretical. How are people's theories? <laughs> I was I was trying to think of the I, I word theoretical is the one that yes. popped into my it, head. Hey, so. it worked. Okay, that's it worked. That's it what worked. We use from now on. My guest, our guest today is yes, Xavier, guests. who um who is the writer on the Texas Kaizoku uh, anime blog. We yeah. met in my comic book shop back last fall. Um, got to chit chatting. Xavier comes in. He's like looking around. We're kind of chit chatting. And I know there's something, I know there's something he wants to say, but he's, he's a little shy. He don't know what he wants to say. And then eventually he ends up hitting back with, uh, that he does anime blog, you know, stuff like that. So we get to chit chat and, and we kind of, um, became buddy, buddy at the shop for a few months there before I left. So welcome, Xavier. Welcome. 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 It's been a long time since we've seen each other too. So I'm happy to see you. I like oh, that you're yeah. wearing your logo tee. Mine's in the laundry, hence. <laughs> no. T- titty out Tuesday. Titties out. Titties out. Because it's hot as fuck, so, uh-huh. you know. It's Taco Tuesday. <laughs> titties out, Taco Tuesday. I mean, you know. I mean, one one going to lead to the other. Apologize. <laughs> <laughs> Apologize. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you tell everybody about yourself a little bit more than I told, and uh, and then we're going to get into it. Yes. Um, so my name is Xavier. Uh, I was born here in Houston, but I grew up in the backwoods of East Texas. Um, I'm a country boy. Um, <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, like when I say like country, you ever seen Little House on the Prairie? Mm-hmm. I, I will. Hey, every morning I listen, I watch <laughs> Little House on the Prairie before going to school on the real. I, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's right, because we're old as fuck. Yes. Yeah, so I grew up like that. Um, um, like yeah, we had a well stove top heater just to stay warm in the winter. And uh, as far as when it came to cartoon, well, before even anime, I didn't even know what anime was. The cartoons that I used to watch only we only had one channel. We could only mm. watch um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles every Saturday. Mm, mm, and mm, mm. if I missed it getting up in the morning to watch it, I would cry. Until you know the next Saturday come around. Until the next Saturday. Until the next Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, as far as when it came to anime, I think the first time I created an anime it wasn't even anime. It was like a Speed Racer. Um, I think yeah. I saw it like on the. That's Sunday. me right there. That's all me. <laughs> I oh, saw it like on a Sunday morning or something like before church, 
And uh, it caught my eye, and I'm just like, you know, they they say everything so fast because you know their budget was so small. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's just a Japanese. We're a fast talking people. Yeah, even if we uh, had to speak man. in English. Hey, you got so, six words to say. What you got to say? <laughs> you got six <laughs> words. Got to say oh, two speed. <laughs> so, that was one of the things that caught my eye. And then I remember I was kind of introduced into late night tsunami. That's when uh, Dragon Ball used to come on, um, Ronin Warriors. So I still like, I'm still like, like, like the image in my mind. I don't know if y'all remember Ronin Warriors. It was like Samurai Warriors in different gear. And I still remember when, like this red warrior fell in the lava. And I'm just like, oh shit, like he ain't coming back. And then it's like the next episode, he cries out the lava. That shit captivated me. So, <laughs> um, yeah. So, Going back home, so I would come to the city, and that's when I would catch, uh, like, I'll come to the city during the summer and spring break. That's how I would watch anime, mm. but I wasn't really big on it. So it wasn't until 2003, I think that's when we got cable here in the country, like, legit cable, mm-hmm. you know, no longer looking in the TV guide in the book. You know how we, if you want to see yeah. what's coming yeah. on, you have to look at the mm-hmm. TV guide in the book and like, oh, Schedule. yeah. So now it's like legit guy that's virtual on the screen. I'm like, oh shit, you got all these channels. What do I start with? And so yeah. I remember my one of my best friends, he was already into anime. So he puts me on Cartoon Network. Um, and then that's when I started learning about what Tsunami was. And so the main starting four that really solidified me as far as leading to where I'm at now, it was G Gundam, Dragon Ball Z. Uh, Rurouni Kenshin and Yu Yu Hakusho. Those four. He's I been just talking about. He's been shit. telling me about that lately, I and just I just finished it on the that Hulu's. shit. Which yes, one? Man. The the I just finished. Well, I I just went. I, it's funny because I saw somebody some TikTok. Uh, Yu Yu Hakusho. So I just okay. saw somebody on TikTok, and they were talking about how like somebody's. Uh, it was somebody's arc was a was the best arc, and I was like. Cause it and it was black people and I was like, okay, it, it was like it spoke to me, to, you know, the black people. And I'm like, I need to see this shit. I need to see what this arc is. And I just, man, I had it. It was like a hundred and hundred and twelve episodes. I, I see, yeah, I was able to get through that. Yeah, it it, it, it was it was good. It's a lot less of a commitment. Yeah. Me, yeah. me on my little first episode of One Piece nonsense when I'm at the Airbnb. Like, let's see what I can get through before yes. I lose Crunchyroll. Um, yeah, not, not going to happen. <laughs> That's a journey. That's a journey. Uh, yeah. Can't, can't force a rush that. Before uh, we, before we get further into talking about like how you got more into anime to the point of writing your blog and everything like that, uh, we like to ask a question every week of ourselves and our guests. Yes. All right. And the question is, what have you done blurdy lately? Mm-mm-mm-mm. Ooh, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, get the body rolling. Yeah, yeah. I get it. You know, um, blurry. Blurry. Just existing, blurry. like just motherfucking blurry. existing, being a nerd. I, what? I, right. Yesterday, I've never, you know, so voice acting is one of my little things that I like to do. Um, a lot of nice. people have no idea. So yesterday, I received a first box set of One Piece. It arrived yesterday. And I arrived home. I look at, you know, I'll know what it was. And I was like, you know what? I'm about to go ahead and express the side of myself that I normally don't, that I always keep quiet. And so I made a little reel on Instagram about me, like, finding the one piece. But 
the voices that I used was Beavis and Butthead. I saw that. <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and so I've had a few people, there was a few people that responded to that and they were like, like they told me, they're like, I didn't know you did voices. And one of them was like, that was you? I was like, yeah. So um, that's pretty much the most blurry thing that I did was something that I got out my comfort zone and just put myself out there. Dope. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, I it, it, you, with voices and such, it, it makes you feel, you know, you're, you put, it's, it's kind of like cosplaying for, with your mouth, but, uh, cosplaying, with, cosplaying your mouth. with your mouth, that would be the name of this episode, cosplaying <laughs> with your mouth, cosplaying <laughs> with your mouth, girl, no, but, um, uh, I was, sorry, I was going to go far off, um, but yeah, no, I mean, to have fun, I mean, I, I always get, you know, I always get told, because I, I just, I work, I do sales. So a lot of people hear my voice, the first thing that they hear. And so it's always like, oh, you have a radio voice. And I've always wanted to do voices like that. And whenever I, whenever, you know, I have two daughters, uh, rice and beans, and whenever I read the books to them, it was always, you know, they wanted me to read books to them because I would always do each voice. The narrator would be my voice, but the voices were all different. You know what I'm saying? And so right. I, I feel you on that. Cause it, it may, it, it, like I said, I mean, I know it sounds funny as shit cosplay no. with your voice but it's, it's <laughs> you know what i mean it's kind of like that you know so it, you're no, putting on that character what uh what have you done blurdy lately blur vision uh sh- shit um I, I had it all in my mind and i totally forgot about that shit i mean we're in our 40s and we don't remember shit no more yeah <laughs> For me, it was just. Yeah, you do it. I'll, I'll, I'll do. It. I'll, you think while I talk. Yeah. So for mm-hmm. me, I I got probably about five or six more episodes of uh, Jujutsu Kaisen in because I had to start from the beginning. Uh, Ms. Marvel, Obi Wan. Yep. yep. Uh, I reorganized some of my toys so you can't see them, but I have some of my pops and stuff like that. But all of my uh, samurai. Bandai characters like Marvel and, and Star Wars are still boxed. I haven't figured out what I'm gonna do with those. Uh that's pretty much that's my nerdy. That's my blurdy this week. Yeah. No, my my blurdy actually, I mean, we uh, yesterday was was it yesterday? Yes, yesterday was the first day of the new PS plus. Uh so mm. now it's kind of yeah. like uh how Xbox has the, you know, the the, the was it the game pass? Uh, yeah, I think they do Game Pass now. Yeah, so I don't know. Have I have the ultimate. It just whatever is there, it's there. So you know, I was just sitting there like, oh, I want that game. Oh, I want that game. Oh, yeah. I, you know what I mean? Just going through and like, oh, I can play this game too. And then you know, I went to Siphon Filter, and I went, to, you know, what I'm saying. So I had to. <laughs> had so to wait, wait. I, I haven't went in detail about like looking at. So they even allow you to play PS One games now? Yeah, they have old, they, and they're trying to get them all. They're trying it because they're right now. They were on emulators. They're trying to actually get it so that they're not emulators. They're an actual, mm. you know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, man, it, it actually looked pretty, you know, looked pretty cool because that's, I mean, that's all people really, I mean, I get it. Game Pass was always like, you know, real games and shit day one. Um, right. And I always thought, well, that's kind of, you know, that sucks for the company. But I mean, I ain't even trying to be on a business shit. So I'm just like, fuck it. You know, if you're going to put games out there, put all the games out there. You know what I mean? So, yeah. 
Yeah, I don't. Um, the Xbox has has gone back a little. Um, well, they they've had backwards compatible for a while, but um, they I tried to play a game that was like an Xbox 360 game, which is I think as as far back as they go. I don't think they go to OG Xbox. Um, but that shit, like, it didn't. It wasn't remastered. <laughs> like, it, I, I got frustrated just on the look type. of it. It is. Right? It's, it's, it's like real it's hard. A, it's amazing how far we came because, you know, there's games that have great gameplay and the story is great. But you look at the graphics, you was like, this shit used to blow our minds when it first yeah. came out. That's exactly the first it. Halo? Yeah. First Halo, man. There was times when, like, we would just go back just to watch all the cutscenes, And then we tried to, like, just watch them recently because we have one of those Xbox halo all the box set thing whatever man those things look like fucking garbage (laughs) no that's what i'm saying like i i remember it i mean it was it our imagination making it better well no it's just things they're closer to the uncanny valley right you know like we had a full we had a full game that was also that was finished we didn't have dlc yeah you didn't have to wait for what we got it did not not only that I just told my son this. Games now, when you buy them, they don't have the instruction booklet in them no more. Right, right. Well, I a, get all my stuff digital was, now, hey, so I guess like, you're right. No, yeah. you opened up. Hey, you was on the way home from Toys R Us. Right, in the, right. In the so book, you had like, something oh, to read until you made it home. I didn't even remember <laughs> that. That's funny. Yeah, man. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, because I've been I've been downloading my games now for probably about twelve years. So right. Like, when they even first brought that out about downloading, I remember. How there was so much controversy because people was like, no, nah, because if you downloaded it, you know, you couldn't trade it in. And people were so fixated on the trade and having a physical copy. Mm-hmm. Now people are like, you know what? I don't want to leave home. I'm just going to download it. Uh, Xavier, you got a whole hey, bunch of friends in the say, comments. You got, a, got some homies. And someone didn't know you had a, you have kids. I have, I have two. I have two boys. One of them, my oldest, he's ten. His name is Zion, and I got a baby boy. He's two. His name is Ryan. So Zion, hey, we got. Boys. I've seen them. They're very we got cute. Blurdy days yeah. of our lives in this motherfucker. You know his name? Rice and beans. And Zion and Ryan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There I guess go. I don't have babies. I have cats. I have Darth Revan, Darth Rain, Darth Kraya, or Kraya, Darth Treya, and uh, Darth Crate. So. I, I I named my the Sith, my, the Sith. my Sith Lord babies. Um, yeah, I don't have the children's though. That's funny. Because I've been to so many conventions and so I would keep, it was like, I was so business minded as far as getting stuff done. That's why a lot of people, they don't necessarily know, like, they may think I'm like an old head when it comes to anime. It's kind of like, well, you know, you don't know anything about the stuff that's going on, but it's kind of like, I was one of the OGs. Like, I was one of those people that Back in the day, I remember when Dragon Ball Z used to. Boss, be- if you're back in the day as Dragon Ball Z, you are not an old head. <laughs> no, but he's saying that's what you have a point. You have a point. You do have a point. So when I see my you, knees I mean, will tell you, you're back in the okay. day. We talked about this. You're back in the day. Yeah. But for me, from where I was from, it's kind of like being able to know. Uh, having the, the knowledge of Noah's coming out before anybody else. So Funimation used to release their Dragon Ball Z tapes way before Toonami even put them on. Uh-huh. on I mean, you did so, say tapes, so yeah, I'm going to go ahead and give tape. me some points so on that one. I, 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 <laughs> yeah. 
I used to know their release date without knowing it officially. And every time I go to Walmart, I'm like, oh, two new tapes should be coming out at this date. It was both 9.96. <laughs> and I would get those and then I would go to home, watch it. Then I'll go to school and I'll tell everybody, hey, this is what's going to happen in Dragon Ball Z. This was before yes. the internet even blew up the way it was. <laughs> Exactly. We're out here spoiling. The original spoiler. Yes. That's hilarious. Oh, shit. He said, to the winner comes the spoils. Exactly. Here you go. That's, yeah, I like that. That's okay. Um, Our guest next week is sitting sitting in the chat right now, too. Yeah. Douglas. Um, That's funny. (laughs) I love that shit, though. I mean, be like, oh, 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 I ain't on. You ain't on. You know what I'm saying? Just let everybody know shit. I mean, I was watching, so like I'm what's that show? I'm I'm part Japanese, so I was watching like the mm-hmm. tapes that my family would send me from Japan and shit like that. Like this is Japanese with no subtitles, and I'm just like I'm picking up every fifth word or some shit. I'm like, yeah, I know what the I know what's happening. I don't know what's yeah. happening. <laughs> um but you know, that's like why, I <laughs> That's what happens when I watch the the novellas. It's not for the women. Um yes it's not every, it's not for pick up every titties. fifth word yes that's exactly focus focus on yes. them words not on them titties um but yeah so i uh so i was watching I, you know i was watching a lot of older stuff and then i got i got stuck on it like the closest to a new anime that i had seen in the last like 10 years would have been death note and fucking uh what's the other one um bleach like mm-hmm. i i cut out a bleach at the 13th disc back when netflix was still dropping discs i remember that oh man. so that's when i stopped because i was like i don't know who these motherfuckers are anymore i can't keep track of nobody <laughs> um so i dipped at that point and then i watched death note and then like other than that i just rewatched the shit that i watched growing up Yoko so, Monohanta, like all that kind of shit well speaking in you brought up death note now how do you feel about them now, you know, because there's popularity with anime. Now you can actually like anime without motherfuckers looking at you like, wait, you're yeah. a black person that likes anime. Um, but how do you feel about how they do like a lot of live action uh, for these? I mean, they they did that with, I mean, Death Note had that live action. Death Note had right? a couple, they had multiple yeah, live I mean, they've actions. Had, they've had the I'm Japanese saying, ones, which, I, right. which I've seen. They had the American ones, which are Fucking garbage. Yeah. Although that's where I was bringing, some of the graphics look better, but the but the the storyline it's like no, it's like somebody never even saw Death Note and was just like, so there's a notebook that kills people. Bet I got you, fam, and then just made their own shit. Like it didn't yeah. make any kind of sense. Um, but there is one. So and this is digging into crates again. So I could always get away. Like I growing up in Long Beach and stuff like that. I couldn't get away with being a comic book nerd. I could get away with being an anime nerd because I was half Japanese. So everybody's like, oh, that's the Japanese part. She could do that shit. But, you know, like if they knew I read comics and shit like that, that would have been a different story. So I always got to pass the anime so I could I could watch it. I could talk about it. And people would make fun of me for that shit. Um, there was a one that I grew up on or was I? I might have been a teenager when this one came out. It was called Basilisk. And it's like a series mm-hmm. of a bunch of... Um, folk tales and fairy tales that actually exist in Japanese. So like, these are the folk tales that I grew up on, like, like the Japanese version of Aesop's fables and shit like that. Mm -hmm. And so like a lot of these characters are characters that I'm familiar with, but they're a little bit more fantasy based for the sake of the the anime. And uh, there was a, um, a live action called Shinobi, which wasn't, 
part for part of the of the anime, but captured some of the things. And I thought that one was actually pretty good. But that was like the last time I thought a live action was good, except for the first Death Note that was from Japan. Wasn't that bad. Mm. But I don't know about some of the other ones. Yeah, when, when America get their hands on it, we we, we yeah, America it. fucks it all up. Do you think that they just they like they don't understand the cultural significance of all the shit that's in it, so they just kind of see, yeah. okay, there's a guy, money. and he, they're just like so white get, people like this, so get money. Yes, yeah. right. Right. put a, a name on it. Movie. Oh, it's a Death Note movie, and it's just like people be like, oh, it's a real live movie. Let me go ahead and try and watch it. Especially right. if you're trying to get people to watch something that won't even go the anime route, you may mm-hmm. try to use that to convince them, but they'll probably be like, "What the fuck did I just watch?" But when you don't have, <laughs> yeah, exactly. When you don't have, uh-huh. like, like we talk about, we talk about this all the time, Blur Vision and me. Like, you need to have one of us in the fucking room if it's about a category of people. You need to have that category of people in the room, um, and you need to listen to those motherfuckers because if you don't, that's how you get the forty-seven Ronin. Which was, you know, had all kind of Japanese people in it, a couple of Chinese, and then Keanu. Um, super excited. I'm getting one of my favorite stories from Japan's history, the 47 Ronin, in a live action American movie. Dope, excited. But what do they do? They take a real life fucking event. They put a Chinese dragon woman with mystical powers in it. They make Keanu a half breed. And make a whole big deal about him being a half breed. I'm mixed, so I'm very sensitive about that fucking word. You know, like um, they do Aquaman. that, and that the Aquaman, Mongrels, whatever. So, like, this is <laughs> goddamn. Um, so, so like, this is what happens when you don't have one of us in the room. Because even if you had an American-born Japanese or even a half fucking one like me, I would have been like, "Excuse me, um, this was a real life event, a real life battle <laughs> that took place." Would you have a magical horse run through Gettysburg? (laughs) And fucking don't do that shit. Like, that's what happens when you don't have one of us in the fucking room and you treat other people's cultures like they're like they're toys or like they're comic books or some shit like that. Right. Right. So if you don't like even if you're doing an anime. Prime example, Ghost in the fucking Shell. What the hell were you doing? I understand that she was a robot, but she was still a Nihonjin. So like fucking. Not Scarlet, please. Not Scarlet. Um, I'm so glad they never made Akita because they were going to do it with Leonardo DiCaprio when he was big back in like the early, the late 90s and the early 2000s. I'm so glad they never did that shit. I'm sure it could still happen. Maybe not with, maybe not with uh, Leonardo because he's got a dad bod now or whatever. But they've been trying to do that shit for like 20 years. Yeah, I'm not okay with it. Sorry, I had to rant for a minute because I'm super sensitive when it comes to them making yeah. these fucking stupid ass movies and they got no Japanese in the motherfucker. Social media has been a very uh strong component when it comes to people voicing out stuff that they don't like. You remember when Sonic the Hedgehog when they first put the trailer out? Oh my <laughs> when look and everybody's like, hell the fuck no. Go back that, to the drawing board with this shit. And they literally was like, They no, did it. I'm actually so proud of the world. This is the yes. best usage of social media that ever happened. Yes. They got it right. They got it right. Did, have you guys watched uh, Rescue Rangers, the newest one? I have The not. new movie. Okay. So go oh, yeah, watch. I haven't watched that. Just, it's fucking, it's awesome. Go watch Rescue Rangers because Ugly Sonic is in. <laughs> It was a, they act, listen. Listen. They act as though Ugly Sonic was a dude that they fucking hired to play Sonic, 
and he didn't get the part because he was ugly Sonic, and they went to go get the yes, no, bro, fucked up, uh, you know, human teeth in the eyes and shit. It's hilarious. Also, how did it get that far? How did it get that far? Nobody under you. I think they really did that shit on purpose to see what people were going to get away with. They were like, "Oh, we'll, let's see how they'll let us get away with this shit." And people's like, "No, we're not having it." No, we did no. not. I I do no. like Alita. I do like Alita though. I I I mean, I liked. I, I mean, I, I liked. Mahershala had blue eyes and was a puppet to a white dude. Mahershala. I said I, I kind of liked it. I mean, kind of. <laughs> Sorry, I don't. Mean to, I don't want to yuck your yum. I don't want to no. yuck your yum. I like that. But I have um, feelings. Yeah, but, true. No, liked it but too. Like, we it's we. Ta- I mean, we talked. I, I had talked about that this weekend about having somebody in the room, right? Having somebody in the room to just all you have to do is say, "Hey, can you just you know go over this a little bit? Is this something that we can do?" Um, because. I mean, I'm just bringing this up. This is Pride Month. And did you see what Burger King did? (laughs) You saw it. The top to the bottom. I probably, probably listen. What did they they do? That is the funniest fucking corporate pride shit I have ever seen. They made, you could order it as two tops or two bottoms. You either had two top buns. Or two bottom buns. Yes, that shit had me fucking rolling. <laughs> I'm I'm very anti corporate pride anyway. Like, don't go get your fucking pride flag at Target. Go to Etsy, find a real wait, ass queer, someone this, like me, and wait for this weekend. Like, wait for this weekend because Juneteenth <sighs> coming up. So it is, I, it's the freedom for me. My, y'all. Yeah. It is my question still is like, if you have two tops, two tops can still work. I know but it, it happens. It happens, but still it's like it's why did somebody though, being a top, I will say it's tough. <laughs> it's tough. I'm saying that's why I asked somebody, but somebody in the room. Somebody in the room. Somebody in the room. I'm still l- listen, I want them to undo all of the corporate pride. Don't give me no pride Pepsi, no fucking pride rainbow yogurt. Get rid of all that shit. Get rid of it's the freedom for me. And as mad as I am about the uh, about how awesome the flavor of red velvet cream cheese ice cream is, and mad that they made that Walmart made it. I, I Stephanie from Mocha of Minutes told me about a black owned company that actually has one, so I'm gonna look that up and okay. mention it in the show notes or some shit. Um, do away with all that shit. But I'm so excited the Burger King did some nonsense like two tops and two bottoms. That yes. shit gave me all the chuckles. All the chuckles. It was like it was just for me. It was just for me. Thank you, Burger King. He was like, Sherman, guess who we did? Guess what we did? We gave you two tops and two bottoms. Um, I I think a two bottom dynamic is a lot more complicated than a two. I just don't want all the sesame seeds dropping and shit on the fucking. (laughs) That's it exactly. That that crossed my mind exactly too. All the sesame seeds is falling off the shit. Maybe maybe they'll mix it up and it'll be like one top with no sesame seeds, one bottom with sesame, and you could decide if you want a messy bottom. If or not hey, but look, bottom. if you got two tops, look at me helping. Is, hey, seed is going everywhere. If you got two tops, <laughs> Sorry. it's a messy bottom. It's an extra gay thing. Yes, a messy yes. bottom. Thank a you messy. very much. Okay. Thank you, Burger King, for that. 
Um, <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, I had to bring, I had to had to bring bring something up. So, but yeah, that's it. Have have well, that was like the only thing of like this that made me la- like I laughed so fucking hard. I couldn't even be offended because it was so fucking funny. Um, but yes, uh, uh, uh. so anime. <laughs> <laughs> so anime. You do a blog, huh? <laughs> yes. There you go. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, I told you we get messy on the show. Oh, no, yeah, great. Y'all are great. <laughs> yeah. So, what if you could? Okay, so if you could executive produce one show, oh, that's a that, good could, that you could do a, 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 an actual live action. What would you? What would you pick? And it's going. It's going to go. And you'll you'll be able to get the person in the room and be all the way you want to do it. Full executive creative control. And now you're making me look at all my books that I have on the shelf. Hold on. Yeah, look. Go to the rack. <laughs> oh, oh, excuse me. He, he had to do both sides because we got sides. that big old man cave. Excuse you me. Know, I would have. He had to roll back. So he could mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a it's like a whole database. Like, like, yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's like he's sli- he's sliding on those the, you know those uh those <laughs> the big ass libraries that have this royal <laughs> man I want one just for that moment just to have yes. that experience one time it would have to be either monster no no you heard of monster no. before or black lagoon mm. I've heard okay. of both I haven't I haven't read either monster was pretty much about a uh Pretty much a neurosurgeon, cold at what he did, pretty much was highly praised at a hospital. And just to jump ahead in the story, he ends up saving a kid's life. And he went against the the, the, the wishes of the director of the hospital because the director of the hospital wanted him to save somebody else who was providing donations to the hospital. Oh. Right? So for him, he was kind of like, it's a, it's a sense of morality. He was like, the director only he wants to let the kid die and you know just for the money to come in. He said, "Fuck that! I'm saving the kid's life." He ends up losing. No, he didn't lose his life. He was going to end up becoming a part of the board. He ends up losing that uh, promotion that he was going to get. His fiance ends up leaving him because she was the director's daughter, right? Oh shit! So what gets crazy is the very one he ends up saving becomes the fucking serial killer. <laughs> that is right up my fucking alley. He becomes a serial killer, and so I love it. He ends up the guy who ends up saving his life. He ends up leaving the fucking hospital. He becomes like I got all the volumes. I read just the first one. The shit is so fucking good. Like I haven't started on the second volume yet because you just want to set the shit that shit to soak in. And yeah, I feel exactly, like. exactly. So right now he's from what I last read, he's trying to learn how to like shoot a gun. He's learning how like combat arts and stuff. He's trying to rec- he's trying to correct what he did wrong by saving his kid's life, and now he's sitting here killing people. He's he's killing adopted parents because that's what him and his twin sister was. I mean, so that's one. The other one is Black Lagoon, which was uh, I think it was a, it was a Japanese uh, dude who was on on a business trip, and they're going back home, and they get hijacked by pirates. Well, in a sense, not really power, but they got hijacked. And he's a he's a businessman, he's a salesman. So he negotiated his way of being able to save his own life. And he ends up like going with the pirates, like he was a hostage. 
with he becomes a hostage. But later on, the relationship with the ones he became a hostage with, he ends up working for them. When I say that is probably like the most realistic. Listen, give me my hey, chance some... to turn into a pirate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. We pirates now? Okay. So actually, I am the descendant of pirates because um, in my ancestry, I have, this is like way far back, like 500 years or so, like during the Elizabethan period, I had Spanish pirates get captured by the English, arrested, somehow became English. And so the the little bit of English that I have, they're black haired, blue eyed because they used to be Spanish pirates. It's in my blood. That's awesome. That's why they call it Shar. <laughs> Give me a chance. If yeah, I get a chance jokes. to be a pirate, I'm on a boat. You never see me again, unless I'm stealing from you. That <laughs> shit. I mean, those two. I shit. I I actually want to see both of them shit. Both of them sound good. The serial killer thing for sure. I have heard of Monster, and people um people have talked to me about that one before. So that one's on my list. I'm playing catch up. I, we were talking off air before we got to go, and I'm playing catch up because I got so fixated on my childhood anime that I never. I just barely branched out. Um, I'm starting to do that now. I finished up um, Way of the House Husband, which I fucking love. I finished up uh, Demon Slayer, which I'm aching for more. Um, and uh, Kotaro Lives Alone made me cry on the on the Netflix. And I watched a half an episode of One Piece. And then I realized I was not ready yes. for the commitment. And now I'm on Jujutsu Kaisen. Uh, actually, I'm watching two. What's the other one I'm watching? Because I'm, I'm switching between them. Mm. What the fuck? What else is out right now? Uh, it's also on Hulu, so or no, it's no one's on Hulu and one's on HBO Max. So I'm switching between them. I don't fucking remember. I'm sorry. I'll figure it out. But um, but yeah, so I'm just I'm getting back into it, and mostly too, it's like helping my Japanese because I'm like relearning Japanese. I'm working with the tutor and stuff like that, and so every now and then I'll pick up a word and I'm like, shit, now I gotta rewind. And listen to it again to try to pick up like the way to use it and shit like that. So actually, the watching anime is actually helping my Japanese. Before I ask you X about uh, One Piece because I need to go there, but let me ask you, Shard Main, Main, because nobody ever calls her Shard. Nobody ever calls um, me. Char. It was a hiccup. There was something in here. It was um, a pirate thing. Yeah, it was like. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Do, do you, when you are watching anime, and you can mm. even say, you can say, Inuyasha, Devil May Cry. Do, when you are listening to their, you know, because you listen, you say you all, you only watch, you only watch, I only watch sub, subtitles, yeah. Subtitles. Do you, fuck a dub. Oh my gosh, none of these voices make sense. Uh, yeah. I, think I, Sorry. I, think I think I see what you want, but I'm listening. I'm listening. But I'm gonna, <laughs> I want to, well, I wanted to ask. Do you hate the voices that they use for Japanese? If it's a Japanese voice, it always makes sense for me because I know voices like that. Like, you know, yeah, like most of my family, most of my Japanese family is women, (laughs) you know, like almost all the men died off early. Um, we we have some kind of power in our family i don't know what it is um but uh (laughs) but um but so but those are voices i'm familiar with so like when i hear uh because there is a joke it's it's straight up stereotype joke but it's kind of true is like whether you're 12 or 80 and you're a woman you sound like a 12 year old um that that is kind of a thing so like not not really 
not really, but kind of. And so like when I hear a high pitched Japanese woman voice or something like that, no matter what the age of the character is, that shit resonates with me. Um, that real deep diaphragm, you know, like like that, that really is familiar to me. So it always sounds right to me. It's when I struggle more with like how many blonde and white skinned anime characters there are. That's more of a struggle for me, unless they have some reason to explain it. Like, like, um, uh, I know I, I don't remember his full name, but his nickname Zenko in, um, in uh demon slayer like he gets the lightning powers and so that's why he's blunt you know like you're like all right fine we'll be fine but like bleach it was always a question why is this motherfucker blonde like you know and and he's always like i don't know i was born this way no you weren't you know what i'm saying like no you weren't you know you know genetics you know, and shit, like, you know like, all these recessive like, ass genes yeah like <laughs> if unless the portuguese got in your family back during you know colonization attempts which because the Portuguese were the first whites that showed up. Well, the Dutch kind of, but the Portuguese spread further in Japan. Like, unless you've got a blonde Portuguese up in that motherfucker somewhere, which nobody talked about, and then you get a random ass blonde coming up, it'll be a really hard, hard way. Like, Japanese aren't going to come yeah. out that way. It's yeah. more likely you're going to get a Japanese with black curly hair because Africans did come to Japan a long time ago. You know what I'm saying? Um then you would get a blonde. So like, that's more of a point of frustration for me than the voices. The voices always make sense. And then like for a split, so every now and then I'm like, you know what? I want to do an activity while watching this anime. Let me just switch over. I've tried it like three times. Let me just switch over to the dub, see how I can handle it. And I'm going to like fold towels or some shit. So I don't have to pay attention to the, to the whole thing. The voices are always wrong in English. They always sound, they're like no fucking way that that voice would come out of that character. There's only a select few anime where the yeah. voice is perfect. You have to send me links, and I would have to probably fight you on it because I, I, I know two for sure. One is Cowboy Bebop. No, oh. no, I, that's one of the ones I've listened to. That's one of the ones okay. I tried to watch, and I, cut, I cannot get behind that one. Okay. Other one, Full Metal Alchemist. That's it. So Full Metal Alchemist is one of mine. I don't think I ever watched a dub for it, so I would have to. Oh. I'd have to check that. Listen to it. That was perfect. Because uh, and, and that's and that's why I was asking this is because I I did one time because I was going back through through Hulu and was watching Yu Yu Hakusho and I was like, oh, did I click? Did, was that because it ha- they have them right next to each other? The yeah, dub and the sub, they right? kind of like. He just yeah. mentioned another one as well. That one. Yu Yu I Yu think it, that, I was gonna say Yu Yu Hakusho actually had pretty good voices for me though. I have to say, but when I America clicked on. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, but when I clicked on it and I got the actual sub, I was just like, it, it was a lot of men that were, oh, it's you such know what I mean? a normal that, thing, though. Like, I, well, okay, you know, it's more of an old head voice. Shit, you feel yeah, me? that's right. You yeah. got a Japanese very, brother, too. He's a very young, 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 you know what I mean? That seems normal. And then the women, that's an yeah. uncle voice right there. That's an uncle right. voice. But, <laughs> and it's, it, but it's like when I hear. Uh, Spanish channel or Mexican channel shows, it's always hello, you know what I'm saying? It's always this voice like this. So, Telemundo, you know what I mean? It's, it's, but it's like, they they slip into that every and on every every way that they do certain things. So I wanted to say, if, if you're Japanese and you hear 
that's the voice of the it's weather here, you know? Yeah. Like I said, you know, I'm I always describe myself as weekend Japanese because I was black all the time and then on the weekends I went to go to Obachan's house. So like that's <laughs> Like my my Japanese access is you know weekend access or what man I'm sweating under these fucking lights. Um, my Japanese access is like weekend access, but I still like we used to watch Japanese TV and stuff like that. My my cousin and my family from Japan would send tapes over from my grandma and stuff, and that was before we had the Japanese channels available on on the cables. Um, so these are just voices that I grew up hearing. Uh, younger men voices are closer to like um, what you would hear Tanjiro use or something like that or like um the main character whose name completely escapes me from uh jujitsu kaisen like though that would be a young man's voice that voice would make sense um oh i know which one it is uh uh, tokyo ghoul that's the other one that i'm 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 watching i'm flipping between them both of them are hard to binge so I'm flipping between them so I can kill kill two birds with one star. Um, the lead character of that one too, like that sounds like a young Japanese guy. Like it's appropriate for the way his face looks right. for me. Um, uh, so yeah, I would say that it. All, I would say that it always sounds. I'm a hundred percent biased though. If it's Japanese produced yeah, by J- Japan, I'm a hundred percent gonna say yeah, that sounds right. I mean, because um, I think I think that if we if we heard it's it would be just like if we heard black anime characters or an, just animation and it was like uh you know uh, i was wondering um you know what i mean it would kind of just like just a you, need you a know what of, a good example in your voice you know what i mean a you good example a would be dave Chappelle when he first came out on the scene when he was a young comic everybody everybody made fun of his voice because they were like where is the black in your voice <laughs> now people well, now he's at the the smoker's voice, but before, like in that period of time when the Chappelle show was big, nobody talked about his voice. But back in the early '90s, late '80s, people were making fun of him for not sounding black enough. And he's DC, like yeah. what? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I guess Which, it, I mean it's possible he could have voiced something, and people would have been like, "That's not a black guy." Yeah, yeah. Dave Chappelle. <laughs> Chappelle show. Chappelle show. Um, uh, but so, all that, we, uh, so we do have to bring up One Piece. All right, obviously, yeah. because of it's a big part of your inspiration, yeah, obviously, yeah. with your logo and shit like that. So I, I can go in detail about the whole brand thing. So, of course, Texas Kaizoku, if pretty much Kaizoku means pirate in Japanese, Texas is self-explanatory. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And as far as the design of it itself, it's Texas in a boat. With Straw Hat Luffy, the main character from uh, One Piece, got his hat. And he got a heart right here also in Texas as well. So to break this down for you, um, One Piece, as far as Luffy's favorite anime character. I didn't say favorite anime. It's my favorite character. That's that's a reason for that. Um, The heart that's right here is located in East Texas. That's where I'm from. Mm. And then also plays off of Deep in the Heart of Texas, right? Deep Mm. in the Heart. Yeah. <laughs> non Texas. I mean, I live favorite. here, but non Texas. Listen, so, I, that ha- has to be one of my favoriteest, most favorite, I should say, not favoriteest, most favorite parts in Pee Wee. Pee Wee's big adventure because that's the only way we would have ever learned said, it in he, California. That nigga said, hey, I, you don't think I'm in Texas? Shit, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hey, <laughs> <She was laughs> like, in the club, yes. Yes. Man, when I first moved out here, I was waiting to try that too back in 
2005. Man, I was y'all don't like, do that shit. Y'all do this? Y'all know it? I, I had that laugh locked down. That laugh that he's a. <laughs> <laughs> My brother used hey. to do that shit too. My brother hey. fucking loved Pee Wee. One one pee one Pee Wee story. I got one Pee Wee story. So. <laughs> My, we grew up with that movie all the fucking time. Me and my brothers. On Growing repeat. On, on repeat. fucking repeat. Yeah, so my, bro- my brothers are uh, in town. We were at a restaurant, right? We were just sitting. I had to go to the car real quick. And um, so I had to go to the car. They're sitting in there. We're eating wings and shit. And all my brothers are sitting in there watching game or some shit. And I walk out and there was nobody at the at the stand, right? At, while I'm walking out. So I walk over and I go, paging Mr. Herman. Mr. <laughs> Herman, can you, can you please come to the t-? they I dude, I and I'm walking out and I just walk by the window and they just they're just falling on the ground. That is it. Paging Mr. Herman. <laughs> we we, we meander on this show. Sorry. We, we always gotta have a side story. That's how we roll. All right, so going back to One Piece. So when was the when was the first time that you watched One Piece? You know it. it okay, the first time I watched it, it was back in the country when we had cable. When we finally got cable, it was on Channel Twenty Five. It was some local channel. Four Kids TV. Mm-hmm. Four Kids TV fucked over One Piece. But the thing about it, since that was my first imprint of it, I didn't know it was fucked up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I loved it. Right, like the, the, the cook of the sh- like they gave the cook of the show his name Sanji. He, instead of sm- they had so much censorship in that show. Instead of him oh. smoking a cigarette, he was like it made they look like made him look like he was sucking on a lollipop the whole time. Yeah, that's crazy censorship. We California <laughs> would not have censored that. And they gave him like a New York slash Boston accent. So Don't when he would say me. Luffy's name, he's like, hey, Luffy, what you doing? Like he he almost sounded like a I don't know if you watch Yu-Gi-Oh! He sounded like Joey Wheeler from Yu-Gi-Oh! a little bit. So this is what I'm saying, why no American voice could ever voice some shit, because our accents are so crazy in comparison to what different regional accents you would have in Japan. Nothing nothing's a match. I can't exactly. do it. But, we, but I, I think but I think that it's it's I mean, are you are, are you because I think at the end of it, at the end of the day, are you making this show for Americans to watch a Japanese show, or are you making it for people like you that would understand that shit? Because they would well, just be like, "Look, we're just putting the words." Because I mean, you you've seen them and they translate the shit, and it's kind of hard for them to understand what it yeah, is. Yeah, translation is pretty funny sometimes. Even when I read the subtitles, some of it like we don't even use like in, in the English, we don't even use words like they use in translation. Uh, right. Like f- for foreigner, they'll say greenhorn, which is like an old term from like Irish not supposed to be here in the United States. Like we don't use that word. Um, no, I think originally it was designed for Japanese people and it just so happened to take off over here. So they're like, okay, let's do a dub. I think now they probably do it with Americans in mind, which is why you get so many white looking characters in a lot of the things. So maybe them sounding white is not that big of a damn deal. Um, except for to someone like me, who's like, as a mixed person, I already struggle with like, the not enough moments, you know, like I don't get to immerse myself in Japanese culture. I get to, I do get to immerse myself in blackness. I get accepted as black, even though I'm ambiguous in my presentation, but in Japanese, that doesn't happen. So like, I have to be even harder core militant Japanese about shit because I don't get to be Japanese ever. 
um, or at least that's 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 how I maneuver through it is that because I don't get to walk around in Japanese spaces and feeling like a Japanese person, I have to like double down on this must be pure. <laughs> you know, this must be perfect Japanese. Um, and that's why it always bothers me. But especially like a valley, a valley voice or a fucking um, like super, super, you know, Boston accent for a Japanese character would drive me up the fucking I'm on, wall. I, I'm on Blair Comics podcast yes <laughs> thank you exactly I, <laughs> I mean we do we do like to end our show on a little bit of a valley voice but, well, a little um, something a little something we from the sacramento something. valley you feel me? but uh <laughs> sacramento valley oh but yeah like i don't it just drives me crazy but getting back to it's, getting back to you your inspiration one piece didn't know it was fucked up boom so um so pretty much I would watch the episodes every Saturday and then stop watching, you know, it just fell off the map and there was no way for me to watch it. Toonami Funimation, they had not picked it up. So I think when I moved to Houston around 2008, around 2010 is when I started picking up on manga. So I love to read, hence why I got all the books. Like I love to read. Like that's what you said earlier about Monster Blur uh, was, I have so many books to the point like the reason I don't read like I should is because it's like once that joy is taken away that I won't be able to experience that no more. Right. So right, it's kind of right. like it's like everything is just perfect as it is, but I need to read right. that fucking reading. But I so, want to read that shit, but once I read it, it's read. Exactly. I, yeah, yeah. It's it would be nice to be able experience. to like hit a button and it disappears yeah. so that you can like relive a moment. <laughs> or a book or some shit like that. Yeah, that would, yeah. Like, because I think about that for the way that I felt watching like Endgame. I remember feeling something during part of Endgame that I was like, "Man, I wish I could feel like that again," but I can't. Exactly. I, I can't get that back. Or or watching exactly. Warrior Falls. I still in in Black Panther. I still get excited when I see Warrior Falls, but it's that feeling from that, that first what, moment. That's what a lot of people say when I um. Because I came to Breaking Bad late, like the last season. And they were like, oh, the last season coming. So I binged that whole shit. And everybody was just like, oh, my. Oh, you at this part? Oh, man, I wish I could be at that part again, just seeing that. And it's 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 hard to like. Yeah, it's hard. <laughs> or fucking Game of Thrones before they fucked it up. <laughs> like if I could just go back to when it was good and I loved it and it was fine. Girl, you are. Everybody wants to go back to before that. Just before. Just 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 before. It's and so pretty much I uh, started reading it, got hooked. Like my, my when I would go to work, like I wouldn't really do much of nothing. I would just sit there and read one piece. Like I because it was so many chapters at that point. Um, and it was like a, a big event that had just happened. So I'm watch, I'm reading it, and then before you know it, I get a Hulu account and I'm starting to watch it. So I'm picking up from where I left off when I was watching it in the country on four kids. So now it's becoming a staple of my life. Now I'm understanding like, oh shit, this is a dope ass story. This is 2010. People didn't know what One Piece was back then. They, right. they knew of it, but it was not like, it was like, yeah. you try to get people to watch it, they're like, I'm not watching that shit. Now it's hitting like mainstream. Shit is crazy. But I was way ahead. So fast forward to now, as far as the brand, like how I put all this together. So, um, Texas Kazuku, of course, Kazuku means pirate. So the reason I put that together is Texas Pride and Kazuku is a pirate. Pirates aren't controlled. They do what the fuck they want. They take what they want. They do what they want. 
So the whole thing about it is I have on there, it says expression, anime, and philosophy. So the expression part of it is just being a person, being your natural self, you know, not trying to be like anybody else. The anime part is self-explanatory. I wrapped it all together in one. And then the philosophy is more like, you know, there's no set path to live a life. Like everybody has their way of living or how they choose to live and how they see things as far as perspective. So I like to combine all that. And, you know, there was a, there was, you, you've seen Full Metal Alchemist, right? Yeah, when yes. I was younger. So there was a little post that I shared and I was supposed to be writing about, or actually either writing or speaking about it, either or. And I've made a post that said, you know, what Shao Tucker did to what he did with his daughter and dog wasn't wrong, nor was it right. And so I got feedback from there like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> you know, that's that's on the lines of getting canceled. But the reason why Ooh. I say that is because I have enough. It, it's not even enough saying it. right and wrong. It's, it's being able to let people see it from enough perspective to say that story was so perfect that that man served his purpose. And if he not did not serve his purpose, the ending of the story would not have transpired is what I'm saying. Mm. So there are, yeah. I mean, there are some times where you have to be like, that was fucked up, but that's what that character would like. I mean, Charmaine does that all the time. Like she will say, look, this motherfucker would not do that. Or he would do that because this is how his character, because you know, you get into that person and you're like, dude, he wouldn't have done this or he would have done that. And he has to have done what he done or if he didn't do that then it's not what his character story you know, it's doesn't just, happen yeah right okay since y'all on the comic side do you think thanos was wrong for what he did i think i think yes in terms of if you have that kind of power you know what you could have also did is resources for all right you didn't have to cut the population in half you could have just literally made enough resources for everybody so in a glass is half like I'm a pessimist and I also hate people. So yeah, cut those motherfuckers out. I don't care. <laughs> but if we're being, you know, like if we're really being realistic for a character who, who has unlimited power, unlimited imagination, that's more the, that's more the crime to me is not that he was like, first even thought is let's just cut it, half the population yeah. because eventually these motherfuckers are going to have babies. The population is going to double, triple, quadruple again. It's going to be in the same problem. So you also blinking out the fucking stones you're just delaying the inevitable but if you say in perpetuity resources for every being that exists you solve the problem so even for me who hates people and would definitely like this population to be cut in half and i know exactly which half to cut (laughs) (laughs) i would still say his character would make more sense if he didn't do what he did but see, yeah. here, here, here's my part of it. He could have, because I felt like, why do that? And then the rest, so half of the motherfuckers is gone. And then the other half is are grieving the other half, right? So right. why do that when you could essentially just say, hey, nobody else can have no more babies. And you know what I'm saying? Or, you know you what know, I mean? For you a know, while, I'm down for that one. Exactly. Right? <laughs> so he's just like, hey, population I'm, is, I'm all is, tiny is... Tina from Borderlands. I'm like, burn all the babies. <laughs> so you're like, fine. you the last baby. You the, the last baby. baby. Um, you're going to be special for the rest yeah, of your life. Special. So, yeah, okay, we'll have pa- parades for the last baby and all that shit. So You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, I'm I'm definitely team fuck them kids. I'm definitely team cutting these motherfuckers <laughs> in half. 
And yet, I can admit that, like, Thanos didn't choose necessarily the right path. Trick don't love the kids. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I mean, I feel I, I, like there were understanding, but yeah, there's there were different ways to do that shit. I swear, like, I think the biggest crime is the lack of fucking imagination. Like, you really, you have, you have all these stones, the mind stone, the like everything. Space, so I can I can make the the universe in any kind of way that I can imagine. You can it. make extra planets and shit. Like you can make extra planets over there. You can have Earth two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. You know, like you could do whatever the fuck you wanted. And so, Love to me, Earth. the biggest crime is the lack of imagination. Right. Like if it, but here's the thing: is all, you bring up multiverse? Did he do that shit? He was only in hours, right? Well, yep. see, I think what's happening right now, and and mind you, you have to separate the MCU from how they handled things in the comics. In the terms comics, of the multiverse, right? the multiverse was being kept in check, kind of, to a degree, where it was yeah. like they were focusing. It wasn't that the multiverse wasn't in existence. It's that the most powerful timeline is 616. So the way they were doing it in the movies and then the TV shows, I think, is that like everything was pretty much just happening in the main timeline, the superior timeline, 616. The other shit was happening, but we're just going to pretend like that. As long as they don't cross streams, we're going to be fine. Let's just focus and keep this superior timeline going. Blah, blah, play blah, sword, blah, blah. You play swords? Yeah, but once they start, once they start crossing streams, then, you know, we got problems. Um, and so now that the multiverse is, is in effect, like, you know how some people are saying, like, oh, none of these shows are crossing, like, none of them are referencing each other's because all those motherfuckers are happening at different times, like, they're not even yeah. touching each other yet. Right. So, we're not really getting into it, with the exception of what happened in No Way Home and what happened in Doctor Strange, like, they're not really touching each other yet. So, um, that'll be when things start to go crazy. But again, imagination that's 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 the that's the thing you can do any fucking thing, the more you know. The yes. more you know, like that's seriously, that's, any that's fucking thing. Like <laughs> I, I hate humanity. Let me tell you, I fucking hate how many people there are. I love podcasting, so I don't have to talk to you motherfuckers in person. But, but <laughs> that's the first thought. Was just cut the population of the entire universe, bro. You could have come up with so many different solutions. And we only listen if he, it's it, we are talking about Earth. Yeah, he did the shit in all the universes. Everywhere. Like you can conceive of a planet or even a fucking like asteroid that had like ten thousand motherfuckers on it. You yeah. know, like yeah, and they just cut it in five. That, now that's five thousand of that kind of people because they right. had a teeny tiny right. planet. Like that sucks. That's stupid. Um, you know, we could definitely thrive more if we only had four billion people on this planet and not eight billion people. But you know, it is what it is. Um, so yeah, that's my biggest, that's my biggest thing is that it was a, it was a, a crime of a lack of imagination. I like that. Yes. But without the multiverse, I wouldn't have Captain Carter, which as a, as a quarter Brit, I'm really excited about a shield that has a union Jack on it. So even though I should totally hate the union Jack, but I love it. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> That is the cutest sentence I've ever heard. I only have one pop. One pop. Yeah. That's the only one I have. I can't see it. Oh, it's it's your it's the character you like, the yeah. One Piece character. Yep. Yeah. That's the only one I have. Like I, I know that's a whole 
I don't want to go down. That's a a whole rabbit hole. I do not want to go down. Anything that has to do with pop, anything the figurines, I stay like I get a few. I don't want to go down that road. Like that shit is madness. That's why. Hey, that's probably why you said go tape at a con. You gotta just stay there because if you if you meander like we do. I, I don't, she got, I don't, she got more. I, I don't she got more that. pops in her titties right now than you got. <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I have like up here is is mostly like my Groots and my Star Wars, my Run DMC, like my Gam. Like I have, I just have random shit that I've picked up just since I moved in Houston because all of my all of my LA shit is still boxed. Um, so I haven't like I haven't even pulled out my Black Panther. So I've I have almost every Black Panther uh, pop. Um, but uh, but yeah. So I I think, and I was gonna say these words, but now I feel now I feel bad. I only have seventy five or seventy four (laughs) pops. I have twelve Bandai Samurai characters that are either Marvel and or Star Wars, um, which are dope as fuck. I have four of the um seventy seventy fifth anniversary Batman's um. I also you, really like rubber you, duckies. You, you so if anybody it, ever yes. wants, if anybody wants to send me this one, um, Blurred Vision gave me. But if anybody wants to send me rubber duckies, I don't. I only have two of them out. The rest of them are in boxes. So send me rubber duckies. <laughs> but yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a heart, I'm a, I'm a collector. She is, yeah. Don't let me. Not a hoarder. Don't let me collect toys. Yes. I got a Heat Ray Gojira right there. Like, I'm excited. See? See, so that, like, because I see how at conventions when I go about how many different vendors are selling pop figurines and the, the, the rarities of different ones and, like, people go ape shit for that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that that is a, that's a whole new You have to stay. You have to I'm stay still mad because at four different cons, I've missed out buying a giant pop Voltron because I keep I going... I keep going like 75, I don't want to pay 75, like 64. The lowest I saw it was 35. I was like, I'll be right back. Gone. Gone. <laughs> yep. Gone. I, and that was at Comic Palooza because I was working the booth um, for Gulf Coast Cosmos last year. And I just did a quick run because I didn't want to leave Byron. You know, we were trying not to leave each other alone too often. And uh, I was like, I'm gonna come back for that. And it was like only thirty five dollars. I was like, thirty five, I'll pay. Because remember, Blur Vision. Remember, we went to that one thing, and the dude was like, "Why don't you have your man buy it for you?" And I was like, and we're both like, "No, no, no, no. We're not those kind. Of, we're not those kind of friends. Like, no, we're not one hundred thirty five dollar friends. We yes. are, you know, we're, that's what it was, right? We're not one hundred thirty five dollar friends." I was like, "No, no, no, no." Um, because that's like on the first. That's like one of the only times it's ever happened to us in public where someone assumed that we weren't sibling vibes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and what I was would, like, I'm not gonna do that. What would be the dopest or kind of like most? I won't say expensive. It, it all depends because you can kind of haggle people. But what would you say the most dopest either art piece that you have or like pop? <laughs> I guess like I know it's nearby. I just don't know. You want to know my my favorite figurines? Yeah. That I have. Let me, let me hold on. I got to get them. So they over here. Yeah, where is it? <laughs> I thought it was nearby, but I think it's in the other room. Uh so I have in terms of art pieces, I have stuff um from Afua Richardson. Um her her Black Panther Wakanda uh, Women of Wakanda um, 
cover and her 92 X-Men anniversary cover. And those are those are pretty dope. I also have this really specific Black Panther uh, piece that I haven't framed yet that I thought was close by, which is amazing. Um, but I think my most exciting toy was when I accidentally jumped a line. It was an accident. <laughs> At Comic-Con San Diego, I didn't notice there was a line against the wall. So I saw a, a person end their transaction. I was like, oh, shit. So I walked right up to the booth that I've been wanting to go to because they had a uh, an exclusive for, for San Diego Comic-Con, um, a, a Bandai Samurai Boba Fett Ronin. Um, that shit's sick. But it's an all-white one. So I have the regular one. And then it's an all-white one. It's called a prototype. But it looks so fucking beautiful. So I walked <laughs> up and I was like... And this was this was my whole plan. The whole San Diego Comic-Con. I was like, that's the only fucking toy I really care about. So I walked up. I was like, one of those prototype uh, Ronin's, please. And they're like, oh, we're only down to one. And I'm like, dope. I'll take it. Drop my $111. Walked away. And then like, next. And then the person came from the wall. And I was oh, like, oh. <laughs> she was like... <laughs> I hear you have one of those. Oh. But at the same time, I was like, I got the last one. I was so fucking excited. That's so sad. that's my favorite. That's probably my, one of my most exciting. My characters. favorite is Big Boy. Oh, and Astros. <laughs> and Andre what? 3000. What are these? <laughs> What I've never big, seen those. Yes, Big Boy and Andre Three Thousand, man. Why does and he have yeah, an Astros he, jersey? It's a, it's a Equiminized jersey. I don't know. That's but funny. yeah, these are these. I I seen these. I was like, yeah, I had to get these motherfuckers. I got to get these. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, man. There is something yeah. I've been wanting to buy you, Blur Vision, for ages, and every time I see it, I'm like, one of these days. But you know we're not 135 dollars friends, so yeah, exactly. no, I'm joking. Um, I, I don't, I don't remember how much it costs, but it's never, it's never available whenever I see it. But one day you're just gonna get a box at your door, and it's gonna be like, oh, that's that shit Charmaine was talking about. Um, you might have to be because I have some shit too. I have just like a little to those friends. on the side of some some shit that I need to send you and stuff like that. Um, but oh, so, oh, we already hit an hour and five minutes. Uh, so Ooh, we're coming. I don't even know that we've really talked much about your blog, but why don't you hit everybody up real quick? Yes. <laughs> real quick. <laughs> That's we what like, happens on this motherfucker. We just hanging out. We just hanging meander. out. Why don't you talk a little bit about your blog and what upcoming uh, cons you'll be talking at and stuff like that? Because when yes. we first met, you were going to a con, but you hadn't started to speak at a con, you hadn't applied to speak at a con yet. We had a conversation, and then you hit me back later, and you were like, guess what? So why don't you talk a little bit about your blog and the cons that you you have spoken at since and will be speaking at coming up? So the blog and the site itself, I came up with the idea that um, for artists, a lot of people, especially artists when it comes to conventions, there's so many unique beings they have their own story of how they come to be into the art world. So I wanted to be a person be like, you know what? I want to make a person be like, I want to know their story, who they are, where they come from, how they got to that point. And that evolved to me doing that. And then I started interviewing also, like right now, I had a recent interview with a voice actor that um, I won't say who it is, but she's, oh, that's all I'm going to say. She. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, 
she uh that well piece will be coming out but i, I like to write and talk about people and let them know they're more than just a voice actor they're more than just an artist because of course yeah they voice our favorite characters that we see but it's more to them why they are who they are and sometimes the very character that they voice as they're able to channel that energy from their past into that character as well um is it so Tara? That, is it Cree? huh i said is it tara is it Cree? Nope, 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 nope. I, I won't say. I won't say. <laughs> you trying to bust his man out? He was trying to be good and shit. I know. <laughs> I gotta say, I was like, there's two right off the top that I'm that I was curious. He says she, so. So as far as the speak, so I know we talked about the podcast. So when I started that podcast, that's when I was unemployed. I remember mm. it. So since then. <laughs> Don't we all? Yeah. <laughs> and so. To put the time and energy into that, you know, that's finding the right balance to actually put all that together. So I'm still working on that. Um, I have a few things already stored up, just not have shared it out. So that's one thing. Another, I, th- I think when we met, I was hosting a tech. You, yeah, you were gonna you were gonna host Definitely that. Was. Um... It was oh, that the, did. Yeah, it was at the Eighth Wonder Brewery. So right, right. It was like the first time I ever no. That's actually the second time I hosted an event. <laughs> so a lot of people don't know, and I'm really telling on myself. First event I really hosted was at Anime Matsuri, and they had me to host the Hentai Fest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So whole story with that, it was wild as fuck because I was like, <laughs> yeah. They they, they, they chose me. They was like, we need someone who's personal and funny, but who doesn't come off as a creep. And it was like, oh, Xavier's the perfect person for that. And I'm like, what? And I'm like, <laughs> is that a compliment or a put down? You look like, yeah. at the last moment, <laughs> I, I almost backed out of doing it because I was like, I was like, man, I don't need people to knowing that I'm doing a hentai fest where my image is ruined. They're going to think I'm a pervert and all this other shit. And I'm like, someone's like, nah, go ahead and go through with it. So we did it totally different. Normally at a hentai fest, you just sit there, everybody's in a room, you watch animated porn, everybody's having a good time. That's weird. Okay, so we changed it. To the rail. <laughs> we changed it. We changed it around, and we made a whole fucking script. We made a whole fucking script. And so, wait, you like wrote a hentai for everybody? Me and two other guys, we wrote a whole fucking script. And question: the only bad things about it was people had to stay in line for a long time to watch it, and the show wasn't long. But we had a whole fucking script, and. Oh God! This is look. This is he called me the king, and I'm gonna just say that. And I was escorted. I was escorted down the fucking uh, in the auditorium. I had my a royal dick guard. So you had people in costumes to my left and right walking down and throwing condoms to the fucking crowd. Never would I have thought safety I'd be safety first. Everybody, safety first. Look. <laughs> yes. yes. So. That leads to me saying I, that was the first event I did. The second <laughs> event was the Tekken 7 uh, tournament I did at the brewery. Mm-hmm. That allowed me to see myself fully me in my element. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and from so it's a little, 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 little different. A little different. Right, right, right. So it, it, was, it was me. <laughs> He's like, but next myself, year at the Hentai Fest. No, I'm joking. Me, look. <laughs> 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 I, there's some things I, I haven't really announced yet, so just be <laughs> that's fucking funny, bro. That's funny. 
Oh. Charmaine, keep trying to bust your shit out, you know man. What? If I'm gonna dig it out, I'm gonna I'm gonna get the information because that's Goodness my kink sakes. is to get people to tell on themselves. <laughs> so that's what you're doing, huh? Oh, you're gonna do another one. <laughs> King of the hentai fest. Nice. So, so it's crazy because when I was when I did the event, I didn't have my own brand or anything. I didn't have no nothing created. So nobody knew me. I had like a Mardi Gras mask on. I had a cape. I look like a king. Perfect. So I go and now to you're telling on yourself. <laughs> so I go to you know somebody's going to be like, I was oh, at that motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that shit. Yeah. <laughs> this is, so this is the crazy part. I go to the bank one day. And it's one of those kiosks where it's virtual. And I'm the woman. I'm wearing like a, a an all might uh, shirt, and the woman talking to me. She was like, "Oh, that's a dope ass shirt." I was like, "Appreciate." It. I was like, "Do you go to anime conventions?" She was like, "Yeah." I said, "Did you go to anime you month?" Like huh? Yeah. So she <laughs> says she to my third. So I was like, "Did you happen to go to the H Fest?" <laughs> and she and, was like, "And son, that is how I met your mother." <laughs> <laughs> She says, says, yes, I did go. She tells me it was disappointing because it didn't last long and all that shit. I said, I understand. I understand. So I said, so uh, embarrassing. (laughs) Did you know I was the king of that play? And she was like, no fucking way. I was like, yes, I was. She was like, prove it. So I tell her how I was escorted in. I told her what I was wearing. I even put on the board. And so she was like, oh. So when she found out it was me, she said, oh, I'm sorry, my king. Ooh, oh, all right. All yeah. right. I love it. <laughs> so all the same, what I'm the, the, the intention for me is I want to be able to cover conventions. I also write about cons as well. Mm. I want to cover the convention. I want to cover artists. I want to cover voice actors, write about them, have podcasts, natural podcasts, where it's just like let everything just flow and also be a host for different events. And that part also, you know, with the whole hosting, implement like the voice acting skills with that as well. So it's mm-hmm. kind of like put everything all together. Yeah. So, uh, so what do you got coming so, up? Are you doing DreamCon? Yes, I am. I'll okay, so that's that. at the same weekend as Comic Palooza. I'm doing Comic Palooza, but you're doing DreamCon, and you're right. doing Anime Matsuri here in Houston I, as well. Yeah. Are you on panels? I do have a panel for Matsuri. Um, the article I wrote about the author for Berserk that passed away last year. I will be talking about that. Okay. Um, don't know what day is going to be yet, but that's one panel I have. Um, there's talks about me hosting one or two events. I'm not going to say. Uh, <laughs> and as far as that, you know, um, yeah, that's the only thing I have going on as of right now. I'm excited about this, bro, because when we first talked, you were so shy. You know, like you you were you were really trying to like I could see you holding back. And I think I even said it, too. I was like, I was like, so what is it that you do? You know, like I could tell because you were the kind of questions you were asking me. It ended up coming out because I tell everybody that I'm a podcaster and shit like that eventually. Um you know, you ended up asking questions about that. And then I was like, what do you got going on? And and you eventually started talking about your blog and things like that. So uh, immediately I, I tried to get you to come back so that you could get engaged. I know you've met a few of the people, um, you, Lane, who will be here in a couple of weeks again. Uh, you met him in the shop and um, 
uh, there was that one day that like the camera was there and you 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 all kind of oh, came. Make it there. I didn't make it. Oh, there you didn't that. make it that to that one. Okay, so yeah. there was a, a few times that I know you were you were there though. That there's been other people and stuff. So hopefully that shy guy you know, was going to bust out because there was all this stuff that you talked about wanting to do. So to see that it hasn't even been a year yet and you're out there actually doing the stuff that we talked that you wanted to do, um, that you told me about you wanting to do, like, I'm so excited for you that you, you got to that point. Um, because I know you were nervous, like you didn't even go to, or you, you, I had told you were going to buy tickets for something. I was like, don't buy tickets. (laughs) I was like, apply. And you know, that's, that has worked because I think that was a convention the, it was called uh, Frontier. It was last December. Yeah. So last was November December. And I did the whole route of going for the press badge. I'm like, oh. And then it really dawned on me. I'm like, I have a legit fucking company. Like, why have I never like yeah. I have articles, I have like I actually have something that's legit. Why not go that route? And yeah, yeah it's working. Yeah. Well, because we don't think about that stuff. And you know what? Like, I and I'll, I have Blair Vision, I talk about this all the time. It's so fucking easy for white people in this game. Like, like to get an audience for Blur Comics, we're still, we've been doing this for almost three and a half years on this show specifically. I, and my other show, I've been at four years. Um, we're, we're still trying to generate an audience, you know, we're still trying to, to get like our regulars, um, to be more participatory and stuff like that. But for white guys, they can start their podcast and like one episode in have 4,000 listeners, two episodes in they're at 10,000. They're starting to make advertisements. It's so easy. It's so accessible for them. And for us, like we really have to dig and work at, at getting our people and stuff like that. So my biggest thing is put yourself in those places like apply for those press badges like all you had to do is have a podcast or a blog or something show that you've already done it show that you've already written something like when we got our first press badge as blurred comics we went we paid for and went to la comic-con we recorded a few things and we reviewed it in our car ride home so that was the episode that I submitted to other uh, other cons. And it was just he and I talking about our experience going to the Comic-Con together. And, uh, and then we got our first our first badge we got was uh, Long Beach, right? Long Beach Comic-Con, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. which was nice for me because I'm from Long Beach. So it was like a full circle thing. And from there, we got a chance to meet Vida Ayala, who is a comic book creator, Afro-Latin and Black mixed non-binary creator that's doing all kinds of shit, including Nubia right now and Static Shock and shit like that. And we met them. You know, like now it's been three years or so or almost. Yeah. Something like that. Like and I still am in contact with that person. Like I still get to hit them up on the DMs sometimes and be like, hey, I got I got a question for so, you know, things like that. Like it's exciting to be able to to have said like all I did was say, why don't we just apply and see what happens? And, you know, we got we get into some of them. We don't get into all of them. But uh, we were going to have a panel at BlurredCon last year. But um that didn't end up we didn't end up going yeah no not to blurred con um yeah well the year we were supposed well, to next go next year though, i promise we're going to one we're gonna go to something together i'm doing dragon con i'm doing new york comic con i'm doing comic palooza um and then we'll talk about it on the show we'll do some stuff for the show related to it but next year uh blur vision is supposed to travel with me at some point go to at least one at least one con somewhere out there. Uh, but yeah, like apply for those press badges. All you got to do, like have have a blog, have like four or five posts up where you talk about something related to what that con is doing. Have a podcast, review a fucking podcast, you know, review a con, get submit that episode as your way. And I swear, like that that kind of stuff, getting us in those places is more important, is, is more important black and brown folks for us to get up there. Um, 
for me as a as a light skin ambiguous presenting mixed black japanese like my whole deal is making sure that people and a femme bodied person like making sure people realize that like titties can be nerds too what did i used to call it i used to call like vaginas vaginas that read comics or some shit like that um you know like (laughs) like you know like that that we can be out there but also it's just as equally important for black and brown masculine presenting people too to to pop up in places and be like we could be nerds the looks that we get where vision and i when we walk around a con together because we don't look like the category nerds right we don't look like the ones they're expecting Execs, I like that. I like that. You keep people guessing. So that's, yeah. that's how I feel too. It's kind of like people like they see me and it's like, why are you here? Are you here because you, you bring kids here? Like, are you, are you I'm here because I know shit, motherfucker. Recognize, <laughs> right? Yeah. right? You know what I'm saying? So, no, I'm so happy. I'm I'm glad that that you stuck through it and that and that you're getting all these opportunities because I think you deserve it. I I have read your blog. Uh, I read some of your earlier ones when we first met and stuff like that. So. I, I'm excited to see that that you've kept it going and and that you're you're showing up at all these spots. I think it's I think it's great yeah. for you. And you seem way loose today compared to how I've seen you a few times in in the past. Like I know it's been a few months since we've seen each other or whatever, but like yeah. you're way looser today than yeah. I've seen you before because you're a shy dude. Like, trust me, I guess that is no, I am not. <laughs> okay, well you were with me, so he I don't did know. Say he was walking <laughs> around King for a lot of people yeah. think I'm. A lot of people think I'm quiet. They have no idea, like none. Like, you, you know, it, it reminds me of the story about my grandma because my grandma told me uh, there's, there's a saying back in the day, you know, you don't like black kids, you don't cut our hair until we start talking. That's what they used to say back in the day, old black folks. <laughs> so I think I got a haircut early and whatnot. And from what I understand, I didn't start talking until I was like three years old. Mm. And the only thing I would make was just noises and shit. And my grandma would tell me, he said, you wouldn't talk until three. Now I can't get you to shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that is parenting uh, in one sentence. <laughs> like, <laughs> all right. Like, so, oh, my God. You're talking now. It's oh so cute. I know. <laughs> like, I, I stopped being a baby doll for my teenage mom when she realized I had a voice. Like, oh, she's judgmental. Um, <laughs> always was. Uh, all right. So we're coming to the end of this. Yes. Why don't you tell everybody how to find your blog and how to follow? you on the socials oh well yeah, if you all are listening uh you can go to my site at texaskaizoku.com that is t-e-x-a-s-k-a-i-z-o-k-u.com if you go there all the list of the different social media links are at the top and if you don't want to do that you can just search me up on instagram twitter tiktok and i need to post more i do know that i'm but- terrible at posting on tiktok <laughs> terrible i have like four tiktoks for all my different platforms i don't do shit on them i'm sorry <laughs> i need to put more like voice content out that's yeah. something, that's something yeah. I'm, I'm working on yeah yeah so cool. that is how you would get in contact or get to my site and um uh, yeah do you have um, merch do you sell your shirts that is a work in progress right now okay Yes. When you do sell your shirts, let me know because I will I will rock one of your shirts. Um, all right, don't forget to follow Blur Comics 
at on all the social medias except for tickety talk uh b-l-e-r-d-c-o-m-i-x-e-d you can also drop some coins in the tip jar on our uh ko-fi page or coffee page whatever the fuck ko-fi.com slash blurred comics podcast you can also drop some dollars in our cash app if you want which is also dollar sign blurred comics podcast uh is that all the stuff that we talk about oh Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, right now, I'm just waiting for them to open up my being able to hit the custom name so that it will be Blurred Comics. But for now, just search it. We we have hit 120 people as of today, so I can finally raffle off that T-shirt. Raffle. Uh, so for those of y'all who have subscribed since 88 to Pretty 100, sure. you know, 120, uh, we will do a raffle and we will announce it next week. Uh, and I think that's all our shit, right? All our shit. That's all our shit. All right. That's all our shit. And <laughs> thank you for coming on, Zay. Thank you and so much. So, like we always do about this time, we like to say bye. Bye. <laughs> Mommy made me mash my M and M. Blurred Comics is a main hustle media podcast, co-hosted by The Blazing Blurred and Blurred Vision. Produced and edited by Charmaine Fury. Music is Run Brooklyn Run by H. Wood Players. If you like our show, please drop some coins in our tip jar at ko-fi.com slash Blurred Comics Podcast. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, or your favorite podcatcher. Peace out. Main Hustle Media. Turn your side hustle into your main hustle.